Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, this is Eunice. Thank you for joining me today. Today I just wanted to talk about conflict resolution and just some things that the Lord has taught me over the years and how to resolve conflicts in my life. And so I wanted to start by sharing from Matthew 16 verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. Now, the reality of conflict is that we have so many opportunities in life <laughs> in um, to resolve different conflicts. And so whether it's a conflict you might be having with a coworker or a friend or an acquaintance, um, or honestly, even our spouses and our children at home. I feel like there are so many opportunities in life that we need to be able to have this life skill of conflict resolution. So I just wanted to share about a story of a conflict that happened to me many years ago, but I was involved in this um, planning committee. And I remember uh, we set aside about one hour to plan this activity that was coming up in the future. Well, the meeting started and basically this one mom overpowered the meeting and she just started going off about how she was um, unhappy about the last activity that happened and all the things that made her unhappy about it. And her voice was honestly pretty elevated and it was getting louder and louder but no one was doing anything no one was you know trying to calm her down and so after about 20 minutes of this as the top the clock like I said was ticking because we only had about an hour to um, plan this thing I just stepped in and I was like hey are you angry because you sound angry right now and dude that mom like flipped out on me she chewed me out in front of the whole group and she just like went off now it was really disheartening and disturbing and after about like a few minutes she settled down and the meeting went on but obviously she and I were like not okay um, I think the thing that was surprising to me is I thought when I pointed out hey are you angry right now because you don't sound like you sound pretty angry I thought that she was gonna back down and be like oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to sound angry to everyone but in reality she flipped out and so I was really surprised but when I am being yelled at I tend to shut down I am not a yeller and so I don't tend to yell back at people. I just shut down because I, I kind of, I don't know what to do. I freeze. So I went home that day really upset and I cried. I was crying a lot and I was praying about it before the Lord because I felt like mistreated and, you know, misunderstood. And, and as I was praying, I felt like the Lord remind me of this phrase that my friend used to say 
and I want to share it with you guys. And it is it, this, I had a friend watercolor paint this for me, um, and it says, first one to the cross wins. And the person that I f I've heard say this is my friend Therese Engel. But the funny thing is, in that situation, is I hadn't talked to Therese in about two years. And yet the first thing when I was praying about the conflict that popped into my head were her words from years before something that she has practiced in her life and in her home is first one to the cross wins is when we go to the cross when we go to the Lord with our uh, misunderstandings and our you know feeling uh, misunderstood we if we come to the cross first we are the ones that win because in Christ, you know, we are disciples of Christ and we want to exemplify him in all circumstances. And so those were the first words that popped into my head and I knew the Lord was trying to speak to me. But I really was resistant because it was annoying because <laughs> I felt very justified in how I behaved in that situation. But something that the Lord pointed out to me as I was praying was, Eunice, you don't know what was going on in her life, but also you called her out in front of everyone and maybe she feels embarrassed. And I, that I, I could admit to, you know, in this in the circumstance, maybe I could have handled it differently and maybe I could have, you know, just pulled her aside privately and talked to her, um, you know, and so... I felt like the Lord gave me enough grace where I had forgiven her in my heart and I decided that I would initiate reconciliation with this person by emailing her. And so I emailed her and I apologized. I, I said, hey, I'm sorry for calling you out in front of the group. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure what's going on in your life or whatever, but please forgive me. And she actually wrote me back saying how she received my apology and that she was angry and she didn't realize it until that moment about how things were. And so she just started verbally processing some stuff, um, you know, of how she was thinking, I guess. And so I would honestly say that she and I, like to this day, like that me initiating really, um, cause peace to flow between us like I really feel reconciled to her to this day and I feel like she feels reconciled to me and so I just wanted to offer that to you because I feel like right now a lot of people are angry and we don't even sometimes know what we're angry about maybe we're just angry about being stuck at home more maybe we're angry about the pandemic that has you know helped us or has caused us to lose some freedoms um, in our life, meaning freedom, like we can't go out as, as freely. We have to wear masks when we go out, things like that. So maybe we have this like underlying anger. I don't know. But what I really want to encourage you is initiating reconciliation with people is really the way of the cross. And the reality of it is, I think sometimes we're tempted to just, um, you know, when there's a fight or a conflict, 
between us and another person, it's easy for us to want to just sweep it under the rug and ignore it, especially if maybe they're not that close to you or maybe they're close to you and you still want to ignore it. But the reality of it is, is that when we initiate that reconciliation, Jesus initiated relationship with us. And I feel like we're following the example of Christ is just like he initiated relationship with us and we initiate relationship with others reconciliation when there's been a conflict i feel like that's when we are really walking in the way of the cross and so i think that it's really important that we practice this not just in our relationships outside of our home but in our homes with our spouses with our kids i think it's really easy to get comfortable with the people that we live with and so sometimes you know maybe if you snap at someone in the house or something you just in your head justify it like oh it's okay that's normal they'll get over it they'll still love me but in reality i feel like as we humble ourselves and apologize when we've done something wrong it softens people's hearts towards us and our hearts towards them. And so, you know, in, a, in an example with the kids, like let's say as a mom, like one day I'm frazzled and I'm having a bad day and I, you know, snap at the kids during their homeschooling. I could just justify it away and be like, oh, well, they'll get over it. Like they'll still love me. And, and that's true. But I think really humbling ourselves as parents and apologizing to our kids really keeps our hearts soft toward one another. And I would say that with our spouses too, is that our spouses, I think that we need to treat them with the utmost respect and the utmost care and love because they're the most important relationship in our lives um, next to our relationship with Christ, you know, on this earth, our relationship with our spouse is the most important relationship. And so I feel like as we just, you know, apologize when we've done something wrong, keep our hearts soft toward one another. That is a, a key to a thriving marriage, you know. And so I just wanted to share those tips with you. Something that I've been really proud about in my is um, in my kids is seeing some of them even as they're getting older deal with conflict in their lives and I've been surprised that they've been able to do it in maturity that I didn't have when I was probably their age you know but I think part of it is because of that example that um, you know we have tried to set in our home of when we make a mistake we apologize to one another and ask for forgiveness. And so I just wanted to encourage you with that thought and really leave you with some ideas to ponder because I feel like, you know, as the holidays approach and things, things are going to look differently than they have in previous years. And so I feel like people's emotions are all, you know, wound up. And so I think that there's going to be lots of opportunities for us to, um, you know, be in conflict and resolve conflict. And so I just wanted to encourage you with those thoughts and just with the thought of the first one to the cross wins. Because I feel like that wisdom is really something that the Lord has um, continuously tried to impress in my heart as a woman who loves the Lord, 
and as a mom and as a wife and as a friend. So I hope that you are having a fabulous day and I just want to thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.